Hello and welcome to What's New Today. This is a podcast about current events shaping our world. Except that we look at every current event through the lens of a curious child. This is Sangeeta, your host from India, and in every episode I'm joined by one curious child from anywhere in the world. And together we explore one new story which could be in science or sports or environment or even business. Let me introduce you to my co-host for today's show. Hello, my name is Adya and I'm 11 years old and I live in Kolkata. Hello Adya, welcome to this show. Which school do you go to? Um, I go to Army Public School Barapur. I'm assuming that uh, because you said you go to an Army Public School that you have a parent in the armed forces. Uh, yes, my father is in the Indian Army and thanks to that I have had the opportunity to live in different army cantonments. Wow, I don't know if too many people out here have had that kind of an experience. So does that mean you've also moved around the country a lot? Yeah, I have and one of the most interesting thing about the cantonments is like the wild range of flora. And when you go out of it, it's like always buildings and cars and houses. So you directly move from green to grey. When I was born, my father was posted in Ganganagar in Rajasthan. And then we moved to Pathankot, which is in Punjab. After that, we spent a lot of time as my father was, when pa- my father was posted in Kashmir. Our families were not allowed. So we, were ha- we had to stay in Dehradun, which is... The Uttarakhand and that was near my daddy's house. So we used to go there on Sundays when I was free. I actually shifted three schools there. After that, we moved to Jammu. There were families allowed there. After spending two years there, we came in Kolkata, in West Bengal, which is where I am now. You know, I'm a little curious for a lot of us who've grown up seeing our parents wake up in the morning, you know, get ready and go to office. How different is it? Do your parents have a slightly different schedule? Actually, no. My father actually even works on a Sunday. He He's always out in 9. At 9, he's out. And then he comes back for lunch. And then he goes again. And then he's back at 9. On Sundays too. And then yeah, on Sundays, it is immediately in the evening. But yeah. It's August 15th. So I'm really excited to have someone like you on this show. I mean, for a lot of us, we're all patriotic, but somehow we assume that the people in the armed forces are a tad more patriotic than, you know, any one of us. Would you think so? I would say that I ca- I tend to be patriotic and in the sense that sometimes my sister starts singing the national anthem and she's like sitting down and I may stop singing it. It is a, a mark of respect that we stand up when we sing our national anthem. Not just not just the one who's singing it. Every person in the vicinity should be standing up when the national anthem is being sung. On that note, we'll jump into today's episode. Today's episode is about something that is of great importance for our environment that the Indian government wants to try and do its bit uh, 75 years after our independence. We are planning to bring back cheetahs into the national parks of Madhya Pradesh. Do you think India has any cheetahs right now? Not sure. We don't. Cheetahs went extinct. 
1952, I think India declared that cheetahs were officially extinct. The last three cheetahs I read somewhere was killed by some maharaja when he went hunting in 1948. So ever since then, Indian forests do not have any cheetahs. There are two kinds of cheetahs in the world. the african cheetahs and the asiatic cheetahs so the asiatic cheetahs india used to have a very large number of them i think about 300 400 years ago do you want to take a wild guess why we lost most of our cheetahs um for like for using the skin for making different things like we do for animals like elephants to take their tusks and all yep cheetahs are also considered a very important prize for a king or the british raj uh, officials if they are able to go and hunt and kill a cheetah it's a matter of great pride for them can you think of any one more reason deforestation like cutting down of forests and reducing their natural habitat so they can't survive it's the most common reason for a lot of animals to go extinct animals and birds but now the indian government has reached out to the government of namibia in africa and they've said please give us a few cheetahs from your forests from your wonderful national parks we want to reintroduce them in the indian national parks if you had to introduce cheetahs back into india right if you are the person who's standing at the airport you know taking delivery of the eight cheetahs that india will get on august 15th this year where would you introduce them jammu and kashmir um would you like to introduce them in arunachal pradesh or would you like to introduce them in orissa west bengal andhra pradesh where would you do that yeah so i would look at the place where it's lived in the past because now that i know that it can it can survive there Yeah, for this reason, the Indian government is planning to reintroduce them into the national parks of Madhya Pradesh. So, I think cheetahs have roamed over large parts of India, not just Madhya Pradesh, but they're going to begin with a year-marked area in Madhya Pradesh. It's called the Kuno National Park. So, if you brought cheetahs into a national park in India, what do you think would happen to the other animals? <laughs> first they would start hunting all the deer and others so when the cheetah runs apparently its grip is a lot like the grip under the football shoes that we all wear have you seen football shoes you know how yeah. how do they look like under the sole of the shoe they have little spikes they like help them to increase friction so that they can walk like they can run faster and, and not slip i mean that is one of the factors that help the cheetah run really fast okay take a wild guess how much time a cheetah takes to hunt its prey catch it pin it down and kill it from the moment it starts to run till the moment it's killed its prey how much time do you think 10 minutes <laughs> no it's way lesser than that five lesser than that Okay, two minutes. Lesser than that. How long actually does it take? Sixty seconds. What? 
Do you know how much time a lion take? Lions take I think lions actually take a lot more time as they completely surround the prey and then they kill it. The lions hunt in a pride. So all of them help each other to catch the prey. So all of them are working together. Meanwhile the cheetah just works alone. Do you know of any other animals in India that were very close to being endangered or extinct but now the population has become quite healthy where we've done a pretty decent job of ensuring that they have a safe habitat Well I think that rhinos were also endangered in India the few rhinos we have left or moved into Kaziranga Correct so now the rhino population has become a very healthy number i think it's upwards of 3000 cheetahs i told you right there are two kinds of cheetahs there are the african cheetahs and there are the asiatic cheetahs africa has a lot of cheetahs still roaming around i think there are some 7000 cheetahs in the world There's a very small group of cheetahs, Asiatic cheetahs, still left in the world, and they are all in Iran. India has traditionally had Asiatic cheetahs, so we may have wanted to bring the uh, cheetah. We may have wanted to borrow cheetahs from Iran to reintroduce them because it may just be easier for an Asiatic cheetah to live under Asiatic climate conditions and. thrive but because the number of cheetahs that are still left in iran is such a small number everybody is so worried that if we even touch one or two of them and bring them here suppose they get some kind of a disease or something happens we lose even those cheetahs that's the reason why we've not brought asiatic cheetahs into india's national parks instead we've brought african cheetahs Where do we find lions in India? Not sure. We find a lot of lions in the Gir forest in Gujarat, and lions also at one point were nearly endangered, and we had a very small number. But now the number of lions in Gujarat in the Gir forest have now grown so much that the lions don't have space any longer in the forest, I believe, and they're all sauntering out and walking up and down the beaches of Gujarat. I think I would really get a fright if I'm walking in the beach of Gujarat and there's a lion coming towards me. Let me ask you a trivia. Who's the head of a lion's pack? Is it a male or a female? It's a male. Who's the head of a group of bees? Is it a male or a female? Yeah, that's a female. African lions. Who is the head of African lions? Is that a male or a female? Isn't a male also? Nope. In the African lion pride, it's the female who is the head of the pride. What about elephants? Well, who do you think is the head of a group of a herd of elephants? Actually, elephant has two groups: one for male and one for females. So, like the mom, the mom, mother elephants, they gather together and they raise the young together. So that's like the elephant has one mother; it has a whole herd of mothers. It's August fifteenth, so it would be remiss of me if I didn't ask you who your favorite freedom fighter from India is. 
One of my favorite freedom fighters is Rani Lakshmi Pai from Chasi. One really interesting thing was that she ruled a kingdom and she she was one of the main people in the revolt at a time where females were considered subordinate to like males. I totally agree with you. I have such great respect for females who had the ability and their drive to be able to lead especially when things are not going in their favor. Can we now move into the interesting part of today's episode? Quiz time. Let's see how well you listen. Question 1 which animal is India planning to reintroduce into its forests after the animal went extinct in 1952 The cheetah Question 2 which animal lives in the forests of Assam which was earlier endangered but now has reached a very healthy number of 3000 plus Rhinos. The last and the final question: Who is credited with having killed the last three cheetahs in India? It was a raja who killed them in nineteen forty-eight. That brings us to the end of this episode. If you enjoyed listening to this conversation between Adya and I, click the follow or subscribe button because that helps other children and families discover this podcast channel where they can sit down together over weekends and binge listen to all the previous episodes. And if there are any other curious children out there who would like to join me and co-host an episode with me just like Adya did today, please write to me at hello at wsnt.in thanks for listening